Good morning. It's Tuesday morning. I'm glad that you're with us again for our Rooted in Christ video devotional. Thanks for joining us today as we continue studying uh, Luke chapter 4 throughout this week. So thanks for being with us. I look forward to us digging a little deeper today into the world behind the text. What's happening there in, the, in this passage? There's some really interesting things that I want to talk about today happening behind the scenes in this passage. So a reading from Luke chapter 4, we'll read verses 16 through 21. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read and was given the scroll, and the, the, the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found in it the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord has, has come upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives, the recovery of sight to the blind, and to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he wrote up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed upon him. Then he began to say to them, Today the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. This, this, is, a, um, this is in Nazareth, which is where Jesus spent most of his childhood, where he kind of grew up. The synagogue there. I, I've been to, uh, in Capernaum, which is uh, the t- a town by the Sea of Galilee, where Jesus was Jesus, kind of Jesus' home base for ministry. I've actually been to the synagogue there where Jesus would have preached in. So I've kind of seen a similar context what's happening here. So I'll, I'm going to explain to you kind of what this would have looked like in Jesus' day when he did this. But first, I want to, so I want to talk about what's actually happening in the text here. This sermon came, if you go back and look in the context of this, chapter 4. In Luke's gospel, this came right after he began his ministry in Galilee. He was, tempt- he was tempted, verses, chapter 4, verses 1 through uh, 13. Then verses 14 through 15, he began to teach and preach. Then he came home. Then he came to his hometown. And I can tell you as a preacher, uh, preaching in your hometown is hard. Uh, they know you. Uh, Dave Ramsey calls it the powder butt syndrome. Once somebody's powdered your butt, they don't really want to hear your opinion. And that's kind of the, the truth. You see in here, we, we didn't read on to this. But it says, um, is this not uh, Joseph's son? They, they knew him. They, they knew Jesus. He was not someone unknown to him. So you see, he, in fact, my Bible has this passage entitled, The Rejection of Nazareth. He didn't really get accepted by his hometown. But I want to tell you kind of what this would have looked like. We, I'm recording this in the sanctuary. And so I'm sitting here standing. If you were to look, uh, to, if the camera were to kind of, Pan behind me, you see our open chancel. You're going to see a, a pulpit and a lectern and a communion table in the middle. I, I'm a preacher. I preach in the middle. I preach pretty much kind of where I'm standing right now recording this devotional. But there is the pulpit right there. And if you go to some really traditional churches, like I'm talking like older traditional churches. I'm thinking of some churches in the Delta I've been at. The pulpit is raised up way high, and you really can't get down from it once you're in it. I'll read the scripture from behind there, then I'll preach. Um, but those pulpits are up, and the pulpit is raised where you can be seen, and it gives a sense of authority. The person sitting behind the pulpit has a sense of authority. Even here, typically only the preacher is behind the pulpit. Typically the assistant, the associate pastor, any lay people leading liturgy, they typically are behind the lectern, and typically the pulpit is reserved for the preacher. In Jesus' day, they didn't do like that. Notice it says here, it says, uh, he rolled the scroll, gave it to the attendant, and sat down. 
Not many sermons are taught sitting down in, in our context, are they? But in the Jesus day, in the Jewish context, that's what he would have done. He would have, he would have spoken. He would have read from the scroll as he did. The, the Old Testament would have been in a scroll. They didn't have Bibles like we have. They had scrolls. In fact, if you go to a Jewish synagogue now, you're going to find they're going to read the, 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 the Scripture out of, off of a scroll. So he would have read the scroll. Then he would have sat down, and folks would have listen to his sermon or his teaching as he sat there. This notion of standing either behind a raised behind a pulpit or standing in the middle of a crowd, those are kind of Gentile Roman academic concepts that we have in our Western world. In Jesus' day, the teacher would have spoke while sitting and folks would have gathered to listen to him. So it says he came to the synagogue as was as was the Sabbath. The fact that they gave him the scroll to read meant that they saw Jesus as a rabbi or religious leader. Jesus was recognized, even in his hometown, as a religious leader, someone with authority. You didn't just walk into the synagogue and get the scroll and start teaching. The Jewish people took very seriously the law and the teachings of the law. So the fact that Jesus came in and was given the scroll to read from, meant they knew that he was a rabbi, they knew that he was a teacher, they knew that he had authority and that they should listen to what he said. So he reads from this, he reads from the Old Testament passage here from Isaiah, we'll talk a little bit more tomorrow about that tomorrow, he rolled the scroll up, sat down, and began to teach. Um, Jesus had a variety of teaching styles in Scripture. Really, he spoke in a manner by which the audience would have related to him. So here in this context, in the synagogue, he teaches or preaches, if you will, in very much the same manner that, one of the, that the rabbis would have spoken or taught in. He does much like they would have done. He's respecting their traditions. Other times, like on the Sermon on the Mount, he went up on the mountain and spoke. Other times, he went on the Sea of Galilee and preached from a boat. Other times, like at the Sermon on the Plain in Luke's Gospel, he spoke from amongst the crowd. Sometimes he would pull disciples away and teach them. So Jesus would always speak in a manner or in a mode or in a form that the people could receive it. So here, speaking to his hometown, speaking to his home synagogue, speaking to his mama's friends. I've been there as a preacher. Speaking to my mama's friends. You want to do a good job? He preaches. He, 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 hears, he takes the scroll reads it, and then gives a basic message. The law has been fulfilled. Today the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. In other words, the prophecies that were, we talked yesterday about prophecies. The prophecies that were given in the Old Testament are fulfilled. And they are fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of these Old Testament teachings the Old Testament prophecies. And of course, of course, if we were to keep reading, we would see that this teaching was not, um, was not well received by his people. But uh, Jesus spoke it, and he, uh, he, he spoke to them the truth that they needed to hear, and that's what Jesus did. Jesus speaks in a manner that the people needed to hear, and he does the same for us today. So I want you to kind of understand what's happening behind the scenes, that Jesus comes in from a place of authority and speaks in a way that the people recognize his authority and they kind of push back against it. Tomorrow we'll talk, we'll talk about specifically what he's talking about in here uh, and the words that he's saying to the people.
So thanks for watching today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I look forward to being with you uh, tomorrow morning for our Rooted in Christ video devotional. Thanks for watching. Have a great day.